Welcome to Healing After Baby Loss, the podcast I wish I had eight years ago when my beautiful daughter, Harper Grace, was born still. I have spent the last eight years devoted to healing, and these are the 15 things I wish I had a playbook for. My hope is that you take what serves you and leave what doesn't, but that in these words, as I share our story, you can find hope and healing and know that our nonprofit, stillmama.org, is here for you. I am your host, Doreen Corba, and this is our journey. Hello, welcome to episode five. Of course, we're going to talk about signs today because five is how Harper communicates with me. It is her number. She was born on 5-15-15, and I'm going to share with you the story of how we started our connection and figuring each other out through sending signs and all the things about signs. So um, some of you, if you're listening in and you're not an angel mom, you're going to be like, this woman might be crazy. And if you are an angel mom, you're going to be like, oh yes, I totally get it. So buckle up for a journey, I should say. So I knew when Harper passed that one of the most important ways that I was going to be able to heal and actually move forward, I, by the way, never say moving on, I always say moving forward, was for me to be spiritually connected to her. Now, spiritual connection in general came really easily to me because I felt very spiritually connected to God. I was raised Catholic. And so um, I've always known there was a God. This is my whole belief system. And I prayed every day. I was very spiritually connected to God. So thinking about angels and people in heaven watching over you, like that was all very normal thinking to me. So I knew that her little spirit was something that I could connect to. What I didn't know was what a presence that would be in my life and how, when I'm looking back, that's like one of the most important things that got me through those first few years that were just so dark and hard and I didn't know what I was doing and And then I would get a sign from her and her signs to me would always mean keep going. So the first thing I want to say about signs is we get to decide what they mean to us. So sometimes you could think that a sign could just be um, like that person. And if you're listening to this and it's like a grandparent or whatever, it could just be like, oh, that person sending me love right? Um, In the early days for me, I decided that her signs meant mommy, keep going. I'm here. I hear you. I hear, I'm hearing your prayers and I want you to keep going. And so that really helped me. And again, you guys, this is a lot of mindset work, right? Like if you really think about it, belief systems are all made up. (laughs) I mean, if you're sitting here and you believe that 
Catholicism is the way, the one and only way that is just made up, honestly, just like Buddhism or anything else. It's like, these are all things that we've created in our minds. And so I decided to create the things in my mind that helped me. And that would be for Harper's signs to mean, especially in the early days, like, keep going. I'm here. I hear you. I see you. I'm going to answer your prayers. And my prayers were always for healing and protection. Always, always, always. So when Harper was cremated, we, um, we each, Mike, myself, and our families wrote letters to Harper and those were cremated with her. And in my letter to her, I said, I need to get signs from you. Like, this is mommy speaking. (laughs) This is a requirement. This is something that I need. Um, I need, I need to see a sign. And even before she was born, the number five, I just had a feeling she was going to be born on the 15th. Five, 15, 15, five was just a number that, I don't know, even before she was born, it was just a number that I was like, this is just kind of like a special number for her. And I wasn't surprised at all that she was actually born on 5, 15, 15, 15. Of course, I was surprised in the way she was born, but I wasn't surprised that she arrived on that day. So the number five was one of those things that I was like, this is probably going to be a sign from her to me, but I didn't have the wherewithal to think about that. So the day she was cremated, Michael was playing, um, in our living room and I was sitting on the couch and he, as a three and a half year old would, he had a train in his hand and he threw the train at me and he wanted to be like, mommy catch. And he may have said that, but I was just completely in another world. I knew I had asked the crematorium, like, when is she going to be cremated? I didn't want her sitting there alone and cold. It's like all the mommy feels were out and they told me the exact time. And it was that exact time. I wanted to be with Michael. We were sitting together. He was on the ground. I was on the couch and there could have been other people around. I don't know. But he threw this train at me and I looked at the train and I caught the train in my hand and I turned it over in my palm and I looked at it and it was a red train with the number five. And I knew right then that she, it was a knowing an inner gut feeling that that was a sign from her and that she would communicate me with me through the number five, 15 five or 15 or what I see often, I saw it twice this morning already, um, was license plates that say 515. (laughs) Um, I get signs all of the time. It is unbelievable to the people in my life how often I get them. So it's one of the reasons that I wanted to make sure I hit this early in the podcast because it is one of the most healing, the most incredible experiences that I've ever had in my entire life. So I got this sign and it's like, okay, but then I started seeing fives. Like I, there was another time I vividly remember Mike and I were out to dinner and of course I didn't really want to go, but I wanted to spend time with Mike. I wanted to get out of the house and we're at dinner and we're, it's like this brewery and we're sitting at the table and I look down and there's a number five sketched into, sketched into the table. And it started to be like this thing where I was like, oh, I didn't just see this once. Now I'm seeing it again. And then I would see it again. And then it was like, 
I was getting, I was figuring out how to receive signs from Harper. Like that is honestly what she and I were doing. Like we were figuring out, (laughs) I was figuring out how to receive that love. And, um, so fives are big for us. That's why I'm doing the signs episode on episode number five. It's why I originally wanted to launch this podcast on 515, but I didn't want to spend her birthday online. So I decided to launch it early. Um, and so I still consistently find fives everywhere. And I, I remember telling my therapist that I was starting to see these signs and she agreed and she was like, yep. And then she said, you know, why don't you write all of the signs down in a book? And I remember her vividly saying, because one day those signs may not be so prevalent. And I never talked to her about this, but I always wondered if that was because maybe she didn't believe that what I was seeing was real or that maybe as time went on, I would rely on this less or whatever, whatever the thinking was. But I remember thinking, oh no, this is this is never not going to be a thing. Like this is never not (laughs) going to be a thing in my life. I just, at that point, when I was having this conversation with her, I had accepted the fact that like, oh no, I get signs from my daughter. Like that is just what happens here. And it's also very, very much so my personality. Like when I believe in something, I'm resolute about it. I'm like, all right, this is done. I'm getting signs. This is happening. But I did take her advice and I started to write them down. But what happened was they started coming so frequently that I couldn't keep up writing them down. And then I felt a little guilty. And I'm like, well, what if one day I want to look back and see all these signs? And I I still get them every single day. So it is a great idea if you don't get them that often to write them down because then you can reflect on them and you can remember that. You do have a spiritual connection with your child on the other side. And at the same time, if you're like me and you feel super spiritually connected, like I feel super spiritually connected with Harper, that um, I likely will write a book on that kind of a connection. And I don't feel the need to write them down all the time because they're so present. So she likes to communicate with me or I get the signs of five and five fifteen. like Michael wears her number 15 on his Jersey. So sometimes we choose the number, right? We like to honor her when we're choosing that we're honoring her. Um, but when I see it out and about, it's just straight from heaven and I feel warmth. And at first, when I first started seeing the signs and you might relate to this, it would like make me sad. I'm mean, like, well, if, and I would get them so frequently and I would say, but like, if you're right here, if you're here, if you are hearing me, then why can't I touch you and feel you? Like, I don't understand why I can't be with you. And, um, it was hard. I mean, it's just the whole thing is hard, but it was hard to wrap my head around that spiritual connection, but not the physical connection. It was just a layer that I had to work through. So then I realized that she was also sending us hearts. (laughs) And so I started to notice hearts everywhere. And I don't, not really one that loved hearts. In fact, I would never wear something with hearts on it before, but I started to see hearts and I'd be like, oh, I just was like taking notice of like all of the hearts that were showing up in our life. And sometimes it would be like a heart leaf or um, a heart written on 
like a whiteboard I walked by or, and, and it would always happen when I was thinking of her. So that is how the number five was a pretty easy one to spot, but the heart was like, I would be thinking about her, be, be bopping along in my life, like walking down the street or whatever. I'd be thinking about her and then I'd see a heart. And then I, then in a different situation, I would be doing something and I would think about her and then I would see a heart. And that is how we learned. That's how I learned. Like when I'm thinking about her and I see something consistently, that's a sign from her. So I recognize that hearts were a sign from her sending love, sending support. Like I'm here. It's just a sign. Like you can make a sign mean anything you want. And then when, so we were really clear that hearts were a thing. And then when Josie was born, um, she has a heart birthmark on her leg. And I always tell her your sister stamped you before she sent you from heaven to earth to make sure that mommy knew that you were handpicked. And my God, is that girl handpicked? She is just the most incredible child you will ever meet. Um, and I don't just say that cause she's mine. I love all my children, but that Josie is so special. And I, I wasn't like, oh my God, there's a heart on her leg. I was like, of course there's a heart on her leg, right? But here's the difference. I wasn't expecting, I'm never looking. I'm never like Harper, show me you're here, right? I just know that she's here and then a sign appears, right? So it's a knowing. It's like a, I don't know if you are in, um, are familiar with manifestation, but it's like how manifestation works. It's like, I know this result's going to happen and therefore it does, right? So I know that hearts are her. And then when Josie was born with a heart, I didn't need Harper to prove it to me. I never looking for her to prove herself to me. I am simply here for all the signs and all the love. And my typical response is like, of course it is. Of course it's there, right? Like, and I'll look at Mike and he'll smile or whatever. So as we moved across the country, we moved from the East Coast to the West Coast. Right after Josie was born, she was about one and a half. And it took me a long time to feel comfortable leaving the house that Harper was born in. I felt like that's where her, me- that's where my memories were with her. Would I, would I regret leaving this space that I had had so much pain in, but I had also had so much joy in and then I had healed so much in, but eventually we decided something my husband really, really wanted. And so, um, we're all about, we're all about living. Right. And so we decided to go for it and he got the position and we moved from the East coast all the way to the West coast in Washington state where we live now. And when we got here, we noticed that we kept seeing heart rocks everywhere. Like every time we hiked, we would see a heart rock. Um, I still, every time we hike, I take pictures of them all of the time. If you follow me, um, at still underscore mama, M A M A, you will see, um, on the regular, I will, I post signs all the time. I have an entire highlight on Instagram of all of the signs and they're just very regular and it's very, and I take that to mean like you're doing the right thing. Like I am with you. I see you. You're doing the right thing. Keep going. 
Another really clear sign, and this is the third one that was so crystal clear, is I started to hear the same song again and again and again. And it's a song that I love. It's um, by Wilson Phillips. And it's a song that I love. I've loved since I was a little girl. And I would hear it. And every time I would hear it all throughout my life, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is such a great song. But all of a sudden I started to hear it like 10 times a week and on different radio stations in different States. Okay. So this was not like, oh, this radio station was just really loving to play this song. And I was noticing why am I hearing the song all the time? And the words in the song were very much so like, keep going. I got you. You have this. And the, the, it's, it's the, um, it's the, it's the song, hold on for one more day. And literally those words, hold on for one more day. I was like, oh, and I would always hear it when I was in the car sobbing by myself. There we have it friends. It was such a clear sign. I heard it. I don't know, maybe 100 times in the first six months after we lost her. I mean, it was insane. And typically I would cry in the car after I would pick up Michael. I mean, after I would drop Michael off or whatever, it's like, I try to hold myself together and then I would get by myself and everything would come out and then the song would come on. And I was very much so like, okay, hold on for one more day. She's telling me, hold on for one more day. Okay. Just one day at a time, one hour at a time, one minute at a time. Right. And really talking myself through those, those moments and honestly, those years. So if you resonate with that, if you hear a song that you feel like keeps coming again and again and again, what are the lyrics of that song? You know, what do they mean to you? Now, do I have songs that remind me of Harper? Yes. But I don't think those are songs from her. Those are just songs that I'm like, oh, those lyrics remind me so much of how much I love her. Or this was a song playing, you know, very popular when she was um, A Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay. It was a very popular song when, when she died. And so I always associate that with her, but I don't see that as a sign. So there's a difference between getting signs and then you deciding like, oh, this reminds me of my son or my daughter. So the the way that I know that it signs is because typically I'm in a harder state, at least in the beginning, I was in a really harder state and then the same thing would keep popping up. So it would be a heart or a song or um, of course, 515. And now I just, I, I feel like we just have this like open connection. I don't know if you've ever seen Stranger Things. I love that show by the way, but that kind of like, other world that you can just slip into is kind of how I feel like is what heaven and earth is like. Although that would be hell. If you've ever watched stranger things, that other world is like hellish. But the idea is, is like just an open connection between Harper and I is what we've established. And I recognize that some people may think this is crazy and I don't give a flying F what other people think about the connection I have with my daughter. It's the same as I don't, (laughs) I do not give two F's either about what other people think about the connection I have with my living children either. So if you're seeing signs, they are real. 
if you are listening to this and um, you're a friend or a family member and you're like, oh, you're making all this up in your head. This is just helping you go on with your beliefs. Don't say them to the person in your life that has lost a child. Um, and my experience has been that if you are open to the signs, they will come. And if you keep that spiritual connection strong and open, they will continue to come. I get more signs today than I ever have. And they do not bring me tears. They bring me joy. They're like, oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Right. And the times that I'm deeper in my grief, um, I will see more of them, which is the what I've made mean. I see you. I hear you. Keep going. All right, my friends, I hope this was helpful. As always, take what serves you, leave what doesn't. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so that others can find this resource too. And if you would like to get involved with our organization or donate to our cause, you can visit us at www.stillmama.org. That's S-T-I-L-L-M-A-M-A dot org.